Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons. This is where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. In the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, and verse 31, Paul's writing to the church in Corinth, and he says, So that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So Paul has written this book, and it's 1 Corinthians, and this is the first letter Paul has written to the church in Corinth. Now, if you live in the southern United States or in Mississippi or in Tennessee, there's a small city in the north Mississippi called Corinth. That's not the Corinth we're talking about. We're talking about the Corinth in ancient Greece. And so Paul has written to this church in Corinth, and he's writing to them because there are certain divisions that are going on. Uh, He writes in verse 10, he says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you. So there are some that are saying, well, I want to follow Paul. And there are some that are saying, I follow Apollos. Some are saying, I follow Cephas or I follow Christ. So they're talking about these different leaders in their lives. And they're saying, well, I follow this one. You follow that one. We're just going to follow who we follow and not be unified. And what Paul is writing to the church at Corinth is that's not how it should be. He goes on to say, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of Paul? No. So what Paul is emphasizing here is that you shouldn't follow these other leaders, but you should follow Jesus because he is the one who has redeemed us and delivered us from the domain of darkness. And he is the one upon whom the church is built. It's built on nobody else except Jesus Christ. And so Paul is exhorting them to have no divisions. And then he goes on to talk about how, uh, as we just read in verse 31, that as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. Well, what is he talking about? Why is this important? And why are we discussing this verse? Well, the context behind this verse is extremely important. Because in verse 26, Paul is reminding the believers in Corinth of their calling. He says, For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many of you were powerful, and not many of you were born of noble birth. So Paul is reminding them, he's saying, Look, guys, when y'all became Christians, when y'all started following Jesus, y'all weren't these up and top level people. Y'all weren't these CEOs and and, and just awesome, awesome people. Y'all were foolish. Y'all were weak. Y'all were low and despised. Paul says this in verse 27, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. And God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are. So Paul, this is not super encouraging words. This is not Paul saying you're good enough and you're smart enough and and people like you. This is not what Paul is saying. And so we read this and we're like, Paul, what are you getting at? Why are you telling me that I'm weak? Why are you telling me that I'm foolish? Why are you telling me and reminding me that I am low and despised? Why are you doing this? The reason 
Paul is reminding them of their calling is because God chooses the things in this world that sometimes don't make sense in order to bring total glory and honor to his name. If you go back and if you read verse 25, this is right before the verses I just read. In verse 25, it says, For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. What's the point? The point is that God chooses the foolish and the weak and the low and despised things of this world, and he uses them to make himself to, to, to have more glory. He uses these things that are foolish and weak and low and despised so that he can have total and absolute honor and glory. That is why he uses the foolish, the weak, and the low and despised. And that is why Paul is reminding them, hey guys, even though that y'all are foolish and weak and low and despised, I'm not saying this at your detriment, but I'm saying this to the glory of God. Because in verse 29, it says, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. If God chose the things that were strong and the things that were wise and the things that were high and lifted up, if he chose those people that were already like that before he came into their lives, they might have reason to boast in themselves. Because they would say, look how great I am. Look at all the things that I'm doing for God. I am such an awesome person. When in reality, that's the opposite of what the Christian life is all about. The Christian life is not about, look at me. The Christian life is about, look at God. Look at Jesus. Look at what he has done. And so we have all of this, and all of this is the context behind verse 31, which says, so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. As Christians and believers, we boast in the Lord. It's, it's okay to say, I'm weak. It's okay to say I'm foolish. It's okay to say I'm low and despised because the moment that you come to that realization of yourself is the very moment that you can be used by God. And it is that moment that we realize it's not about me, but it is all about glorifying and boasting in God. Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for your word. And I pray that we would glorify you and boast in your name, not ourselves, but in you. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you like six-minute sermons, leave a review or subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.